Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Lab. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a lab. thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. Wow, and we are back. Yes, we are back. Man, I love to see Big's excited face when the lights change in the studio. The ambiance has changed once again. Is this one of those light bulbs where you can change the color? No. Oh, okay. But oh, it... but you got two different colored lights up on the 12, I'd say 12 and a half foot ceiling. Really? You think we're bringing it up to 12 and a half feet? My mental image, um, I guess I underestimated because this is like a freaking a galleria, a uh, Thank you. museum. It's like, Thank oh. you. Classy, it'd be classy would be an understatement. Thank you. We've worked very difficult to make this beautiful studio what it is. Yeah, I mean, I paid a lot of money. Yep, from all the Patreon viewers. Yeah, I mean, I got on the Patreon day one, and um, those Benjamins. It it looks it looks big, but in real life, it just oh blows that mental image out of the water. Wait, who is this person even talking to? Yeah, I know. Actually, I just realized I was like, wait, I'm not talking to Big right now. Who who are you? Oh, my name is uh, Rip Shitquist. No, Mike Mike Lindquist. Oh. My real name actually is Michael. Surprisingly. <laughs> oh yeah, Rip Shitquist. Yeah, yeah, you've been on. You've been in the Fancy Lab videos since the first one. Also known as Uncle Clown. Uncle Clown. That's how I know you. Uncle yeah. Clown, touch my brown. That's mm-hmm. how I know you. Brown clown. Turn that frown upside. What? The brown clown who lives in Chinatown. Oh, come on. Mike, real quick, the obsession with clowns mm-hmm. hit me. Chicago, I uh, I lived there for just over a year with some of my old hometown buddies. And uh, we made, you know, blanket forts when you were a kid, take right. a couple chairs. Mm-hmm. Well, we made one in the corner of our upstairs living room, uh, pinned the blanket to the wall. It was just basically a little tent. We'd go in there and smoke some pot in there. Ooh. And you just- smoked pot before? Well, I didn't. I didn't inhale. Okay. Okay. Thank God. Uh, But yeah, I think I might have just randomly dubbed it the Clown Dungeon, or it could possibly be um, my buddy. We had this pillow in there, and the filling of the pillow was Uh, strange, like rainbow-colored fabrics, and he mm. called it clown puke. Mm. How are you uh, familiar with? Yeah. How are you familiar with the filling of the pillow? Was it- I don't know. It was ripped open, and the filling was just like lots of different colored um, fabrics. Fear of fabrics. So in your special little clown dungeon, you guys had a special pillow that for one reason or another somehow got ripped open. Yeah, I mean, or- I, I fucked it. Oh, okay. All but, right. Well, it wasn't known as the clown dungeon. It was known as the fun dungeon. Oh. No, fun dungeon something different. Oh. That was a... um pool shed and my other buddies and my it's in my hometown my buddy he had a a pool shed his family didn't really ever use the pool and it kind of got converted into a pseudo apartment i mean Mm. there was no bathroom in there but you know it was like finished who needs it and for a couple of years there everybody would just go there and smoke and drink and act foolish and i dubbed that the clown dungeon so I guess that might be the origin of the clown thing. You know, when I was a kid, I wasn't 
afraid of clowns. Not even Zebo the clown. Which movie is that? Oh, is are, that? Are you afraid of the yeah, dark? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that was obviously that's scary. No, they brought that show back. I didn't know that. Just started recently. Well, that was the one clown that got me. Is yeah, that I don't the one know. from the comic book with the? No, that was a different one. Because that blue. clown is also frightening. Yeah, that's more of a jester. Yeah, just, I suppose. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. wasn't there a jester in the pinball one as well, though? The pinball one—that's the one—was scary. Yeah, that's the one. When wow. they when they have that big reveal, that they're stuck in a pinball machine that's mm-hmm. actually a replica of the mall. Yeah. Well, yeah, and at the end, he's like, "I'm finally done." Yep. And then it starts right over. Yeah. But yeah, but the the clown thing, um, like I said, wasn't really scared of them as a kid. Mm. I just there's just one point in my like early to mid twenties where they just somehow became so hilarious to me. Well, it really tickled my fancy too. I mean, they're intended to be hilarious, but obviously in a different way. Yeah, just because there's something so like disconcerting. There's something so not funny about them too. Yeah, when yeah. I lived in Chicago, I put up a um Craigslist post. It was a joke one. I was like, hey, me and my friends are looking for a clown to come over for my friend's birthday party. Um, you know, just to, we just want to hang out with you and drink a bunch of liquor. Mm. And if, uh, if things go smoothly, maybe put in a couple rounds of hide and seek. <laughs> and I got an email back from this guy and he's like, hey, I'm interested in this. And, you know, being a clown after a long day of dealing with little kids, um, this sounds good, you know, it oh, pays yeah. well, mm. and uh, if you supply the liquor, the rates will go way down. Nice. And oh, I never responded to that either. Yeah. Oh, what? You oh, didn't respond? <laughs> no, I think I might still have it saved in oh, one of my email folders. He's probably waiting for the response. Yeah, I'll hit him back. Oh, perfect. Say, so, hey, it's been about five or six years, but uh, do you want to drink hard liquor, and we hide, and then you stay in your clown makeup? And we're just peeking out through the cabinet, and we see you come into the room, and we're like, oh, I'm scared. Oh, I'm excited. Well, Mike, would it surprise you if we told you that we actually have that very email responder here today in the studio? Right here. Yep, right here. Misha, how did you get here? He's not mic'd up, so no one's going to hear him. Oh, yeah, he's already loosening his belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's in full clown attire. Well, he said he's ready to play hide-and-seek. So that makes sense that he has a clown belt. Mm. So, Mike, are there any uh, clown or clown-related things in particular that you are fond of? Like any nah. sort of, I don't know, garment or anything that happens to brand any sort of adult beverage? I don't know. Oh, you uh. mean um, Jester Socks um, Hard Spritzer? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Ooh, my bad. Clown shoes beer. That's or their the, oh, I was gonna uh, say or their main competitor, clown, clown shoes, shoes beer, beer that happens to sponsor the podcast. Mm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid I always dreamed about getting sponsored. Did it Did it happen? Well, I think so. Once I uh, won a trivia contest on the Thrasher website about Sat Foley Young and they sent me a complete what was the question it was like uh there's old interviews on the site and they're like who was uh Cairo Foster's filmer in the early days when he moved to San Francisco and in one of the interviews on the site I guess it was Sat Foley Young 
So I sent them an email. I was the first responder. Got a free, my hands, you know, they're doing the quote, air quotes. Uh, yeah, all the Patreon views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I was supposed to get a toy machine complete. No. Um, and I pretty much did, except they forgot. Um, it was either they forgot to send me bearings or wheels and bearings. And I was a little miffed. But mm. the trucks they sent, I think they're Adventure. You remember the yellow ones that had like a little bumblebee on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a toy machine, black and red deck with like three of the uh, updated version of the demon guy. Yeah. And some uh, bumblebee Adventure trucks. Toy machine's rad, dude. Although, you know, I noticed that that new video, we only watched the two parts there on Thrasher, but mm-hmm. it's not the same as Welcome to Hell, I noticed. Oh, wait, That's I didn't weird. even know those were up yet. Um, there are a few parts up. Which parts are up so far? There's one really good one, though, from the guy from Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah. Well, you who? heard that right. East Coast, baby. Do you remember his name? It's like, it's like, oh, I can't forget his name. He must be Miles new. new. Or something. He was new, oh. new. He was that good, good, new, new. Yeah. Was that new, new? Do you it remember, was good, good. Remember how Corden, he would always talk about how he went to the Welcome to Hell premiere in Boston, like... You know, back in the mid to late nineties, and he's like, "Yeah, Barley's part was longer and it had a different song." Yeah, I and remember it was so that. much better. What do you say? He skated to like Led Zeppelin or something? Or maybe, well, maybe it was Sabbath, but like a different Sabbath song. Mm. I don't know, but uh, I follow Barley on Instagram, and I brought that up, and he confirmed it. Apparently, the uh, premiere version of Welcome to Hell, Barley's got a longer part. Damn a it, different damn song. It, damn it, Ed. Why can't we have that? Seriously. Why didn't they ever release that as bonus, or do you think it's just gone? Yeah, I mean, they, put the, they put the Muska yeah, bonus gone. part on the DVD. So why it's probably gone, gone, baby, gone. Fucking yeah. tempster, dude. Dude. And he won't reply to any of my emails asking him to draw me naked. <laughs> he won't reply to any of my dick pics that I send him that are like, draw this. Draw Tom, this. did you go to the uh, Flip Sorry premiere in Somerville? No, I didn't go to that. Oh, dude. Tempster, PJ, and mm-hmm. various members Mike, of the uh, flip there. team. You mm-hmm. were there? I was there. Remember looking Who's up at the balcony? Hey, they were all me. Wait, who the fuck is that? It's me, Young Big. Oh, hey, Young Big. Ed Templeton up there, the slick back hair, larger than life. Yeah, and, I remember. Oh. I remember everybody booed when uh, Ardo's part came on because they thought Penny wasn't having a part. Oh, uh, yeah, they had yeah. that fake out. I, <laughs> I remember something else from that flip premiere. It was several different parts. Every time somebody skated a big rail, people would go, El Toro! Like Bastion's <laughs> part, he kickflip front boards that like 14 or whatever in San Francisco. Yeah. And everyone was like, El Toro! Oh my God! And I was <laughs> just like funny. sitting there, my nerdy ass. I must have been like 13 or something. And I was just like, that's not El Toro! It's not El Toro! <laughs> well, they probably knew it wasn't El Toro. No, I think yeah. they did. That's the that's the that shameful the part. Yeah, They weren't joking. They were just misinformed. and. Oh, you really think they, they thought fans. it was El Toro? I think so. There's like... I think they were just... Well, it's I tough to say. Be. Wait, this is a good this is a good opportunity for me to ask Mike what he would appraise this at. But, uh, you know, I got a free Jeff Rally board at that premiere, and I had Jeff Rally sign it. Oh, sick. Which graphic? The, like, pixelated portrait. Oh, is it the devil, like, throwing up the horns? Or, like, his no, face No, it's portrait. like the portrait. Face yeah, yeah. portrait. Oh. Oh, you want me to appraise that? Yeah, no, no, yeah. If I were to sell it with the autograph, skated by professional skateboarder, big owner of Fancy Lad Skateboards as well, from the Flip Sorry premiere, 
I would pay a dude two hundred dollars to kill you and make sure it didn't get sold. Dude. Mm. Or, so two hundred. Or take it back to its rightful owner, um, Jeffrey Rowley. Rally? Rowley is how he says it's supposed to be pronounced, but I don't yeah. believe him. I think it's Rally. Yeah, same. And I think he's a little too preoccupied with freedom skateboards. Not a sponsor of the Fancy Lad podcast. Mm-hmm. To even Wait, be Andrew Hobel's company? No. <laughs> no. That's the worst part. He couldn't have come up with something better. The company's called Freedom, like freedom with an E at the end. Freedom. But Damn. then, you know, it's just going to make people think, if they're old enough, of that sick Ultra Hobel company, Free D-U-M-B. Which is way better. Freedom. Yeah, with the bunnies humping each other and, like, the... Somebody peeing on a cat. Yeah, and like oh. the guy with his head up his ass or something. Yeah. Be a shame for people to think that instead of like a bulldog or a <laughs> fire hydrant with fire around it. Yeah. I think Greco was actually on Freedom way back when. Really? Yeah. You know, he was probably just about to go more punk. And then mm-hmm. you remember 1984 clothes? Mm-hmm. It was like him, mm-hmm. Reynolds, Ellington. Yeah. There's like one ad with them dressed like the Sex Pistols, yeah. looking all cool, and then it turned into like the Ramp it, Skater Company. The Let It Bleed immediately yeah. after, yeah, Let It Bleed 1984. Yeah, Reynolds is nodding his head yeah. back there. If anybody agreement. here has yeah. not seen up, that, it's a uh, it's a good representation of early 2000s uh, beer drinking, ramp skating culture. Mm. Culture. But maybe we should go back to uh, back to our personal lives, you know. And not talk about skaters. Maybe uh, we could talk about the the origins of you and me meeting big. Us? Yeah. I mean, I you? met Tom not long after, but I met you first out of the two boys and the clown. But, but. All right. If you want to get all personal about it. I mean, not it. super personal. Oh, wait. I was going to say one last thing, though, Go about on. Jeff Rowley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird that they re-released Flip Sorry on DVD, and they had to update the, the Johnny Rotten intro where he says... He's a vegan. He likes his little furry animals. Likes to murder them. Yeah, that was a weird update. I never noticed that. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, the DVD was the one that had really sorry on it as well, right? Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would mostly just watch, you know, some parts from really sorry. And that really good underrated, like, tour edit with the, uh, was it Lou Reed song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what goes on? Dude, well, Tom was, Penny doing yeah. a big switch tray and some Adidas shoes. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Classic Penny clips in that tour edit. Yeah, Yell Exit Cult of Tom Instagram. Oh, yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Cult of Tom. Hell uh, yeah. Hell yeah, that's a good Instagram. Yeah, we should get the guy who runs Cult of Tom. Hopefully it's Tom <laughs> Penny on the podcast because that would work out. I don't know if uh, Tom so Penny so can so function so a uh, smartphone. I got the dope line, the sick line. When you hit it. That means we got it, the dope line. Oh, he's way line. more incoherent than that. Yeah, that's true. But, the- but yeah, <laughs> but back when we met Mike, I would say it was when I moved into Sunnyside, right? A little before. You were still in New Bedford, and you'd come up to visit. Uh, okay, filming for Slip and Die then. Yeah, yeah. Lived with our old mutual buddy, Jake Bison. You know, I can't find one gosh darn copy of that video. Yeah, I want to see it. Every time, occasionally, I'm like, man, I had some good Tweak footage four. In, in Tweak 4. Yeah. I made the OG edit of Treak 4 with Holy with Diver. Holy Diver. Instead of Guided Diver. by Voices. I know, and then Jake Bison said there needs to be more, more indie rock. Indie. He, nubbed, he um, nipped it in the bud. Mm, yeah, to bud. be fair, that edit I made was uh, bud. 
the clips were all they could have been cut down shorter there mm-hmm. was a full like 20 seconds of you tom like shotgunning a beer after doing a firecracker oh, that sounds 20 seconds 20 seconds probably like 30 i think seven I, I think i paused the music during that part till you i firecracker a six shot- and then shotgun a beer yeah and then yeah. after you like do the classic like ah, then the music kicks back in real hard oh i think i do a freestyle after that too that in the be. actual footage but yeah so you lost slip and die yeah that pre-planned freestyle legit yeah i uh you know the one. I have no idea where... I had multiple copies of it. They all disappeared mysteriously. Mm, maybe I could hit up Jake. Maybe by some miracle he might have one. Do you still have How to Read a Book kicking around? God, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I have that either. I think that one's much better than Slip and Die. Thank you. I appreciate that since it, I edited that one. For listeners not in the know, um, there's some pre-fancy lad videos that are kind of... You know, the like... The... Um, the, the origin story, yeah. co- yeah. kind of, you know, it's, there's all the tweak videos, obviously. There are tweak videos. Like a hundred. Then... There, th- there are three of them. I think. <laughs> no. Four. No, there's a... Oh. Technically four. And and then there are the parts. Big and Fitzy's pack of lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All sorts of videos like that, but eventually a certain group of fellas, kind of two it's... videos in a row, they'd... All have making, a part. Yeah, how to read a book and slip and die. Yeah, really. When I, uh, me and Eric teamed up, Eric yeah. Humes. I know some of how to read a book is on YouTube, and then I distinctly remember slip and die. Eric Zankowski's part is up, mm-hmm. and I think the intro. Because yeah. I think Jig Bison purposely didn't put all of it up because he like. <laughs> this is like two thousand nine. Wanted people to buy the video. So you were gonna, you were gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, gonna order out. a local video. Right, that worked out, Jake. <laughs> bless him. Yeah, but go on, Bison. If you're listening, bless you. God bless you. Best front crooks in the game. Um, he's still skating more, or he's still skating slash has been skating more regularly. I talked to him like maybe two months ago. Nice. I but, told him get that kickflip front crook before you retire for good. Sick. I was gonna say what. So when did we meet? What were you 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 brought a you brought oh, yeah. up us meeting? <laughs> and then you just talked about Jake Bison. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, he's him and Eric. Well, I didn't want to bring like... him back up. I didn't want to bring Jake Bison yeah. back up. It was on Sunday. When Side did Street. you meet Big? It was here in Jamaica Plain. You know, been based here. Yeah, paint for a picture ages. for me, Mike. Paint paint a beautiful landscape picture for me. Mike. Hanging out the wonderful house on Sunnyside Street. Um, everybody I knew there, it was an eclectic mix of people I knew through various different friend groups and places like Jake, my skater, punk rock buddy. And then, um, a couple people there who went to this alternative learning high school called Sudbury Valley in uh, Massachusetts. Like Nick Murray. Yeah. Well, he moved out right before I got there. Chris Wall. I knew him better. He was one of the residents. And, you know, we'd watch the old videos sometimes and be like, oh, wow, Big's so cool. I can't wait to meet him one day. And, uh, yeah, eventually you came over and you taught me. It was kind of a futile attempt because I fucked up. But you showed me how to roll hand-rolled cigarettes. And um, somewhere down the line, I saw your laptop, as mentioned in a previous episode, and saw that your background was a picture of a laptop 
with a hot dog as the laptop's background. I swear it was a plain. I swear it was just a plate of bacon. Oh yeah, maybe that's it. Mm, that and sounds you, delicious. But on a previous cast, you said that was the first time anybody had called you a genius. Yep, it's true. It's all true. And look at him now. Um, I remember you saying that you thought I was a fucking dick when you met me, which most people do. Well, yeah, you have a very subtle, dry kind of not fully monotone, but you know the sarcasm. It's embedded in a lot of New England people. A lot of people from here I meet have that dry blunt sarcasm and it's easy to misconstrue it i lived in san francisco for half a year and i'd naturally go to that uh joking sarcastic tone and they didn't get it at all they'd be like what dude you're being hella rude right now Mm. and i had to like explain it to them that that's just uh, a new england thing sarcasm yeah they didn't understand it they just knew how to Mm. say hella and smoke purple colored pot plants Ooh, yeah i don't sound that bad i don't know why people don't get that making fun of everything is funny yeah it's the it must be those winters up here they just put this sardonic sardonic i don't know they just put this sharp jokey self-deprecating slash like negative kind of tone into us when yeah. we're joking around like when I met Burnett and he asked me where I learned to hate. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. did you learn how to hate? Probably the Coliseum, maybe. I don't know. It's a good yeah. place to learn. Yeah. A lot of hate. Yeah. Good <laughs> teachers. <laughs> I remember wheelbite.net. It was run by like a friend of the Coliseum. few people. Yeah. It was can't this... confirm or deny that. It's, uh, it's kind of like there's a couple sites now. I think one's called Skate Video Site. Mm-hmm. And then there's one called Skim the Fat that might right. still be around. I remember that. Just, you know, 90s, early 2000s skate video review sites. But there's one wheel bite. Just every review is like scathing. Just like ripped everybody apart. Yeah. And I read one for Toy Machine Live because I'd never seen the super old ones. And it must have been a joke because they're like, Charlie Coatney's part in Toy Machine Live is like the uh, Led Zeppelin 4 of skate video parts it's absolutely incredible yeah that sounds like a joke yeah well, i didn't you know i couldn't get the tone because i'd never right. seen it but when i finally did see the charlie coatney part i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> make fun of things that are good and praise things that suck well, not that it sucks of, i love that part but speaking of toy machine saying. live ethan fowler is pretty short in real life mm. no i'm like just a hair over five foot eight and he must have been like three or four inches shorter than me. It's a common trend, man. A lot of the top pros, you see them in real life, and they're little guys, and somehow they've got massive pop. As our old roommate Rob Beavers would say, "Uh, they got that low center of gravity, man. That's how they do it. It's true. Yeah, I remember uh, when I moved into Sunnyside, I feel there was a lot of those whippets going around. Oh, that was a good week. Yeah, I didn't do any of those whippets, but... <laughs> They're so stupid. They make you feel really dumb and happy for like one minute, and they make your voice really low, kind of the opposite of helium. I should have I tried it just to, li- out, just to live out my uh, lifelong dream of feeling like I was in the movie Kids <laughs> while watching um, Video Days. Casper Telly. Well, you still have the opportunity to get AIDS. Thank you. 
I mean, it's out there. It's like butterscotch. It man. is out there. AIDS is like butterscotch. Like butterscotch, yo. I was going to say something. Um, mm. yeah, ah, so, whatever. Yeah, you know what? Well, let's take a quick break real quick, and then maybe when we come back, you'll remember what you're going to say. It's yeah. true. Ah, maybe good. not, but maybe you will. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break Give my golf off a piece of that clown, clown shoes beer. beer. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Hey, boys and girls, do you like to have fun? Well, come on down this weekend to Uncle Clown's Dolly Liquidator to enter for a chance to be in our Uncle Clown's Clown Dungeon Tournament. Eight lucky boys and girls will be selected to enter a maze in which you will hide and I, Uncle Clown, will seek. And guess what? I'm going to find you. I can smell you. But make sure not to tell your parents. No parents allowed this weekend. Kids only. Yay! So come on down to Uncle Clown's Dolly Liquidator this weekend from 12 to 3. And remember, don't tell your parents. They'll just ruin it. Uh, yeah. No. And we're back. It's true. That freaked me out. Did you say no? Yeah. Okay, that I mean, no. also freaked me out. Yeah, that really threw off my rhythm there. A yell exited something out of this little square mouth I got here. Mm. Dang old square mouth. Perfect for your sick obsession with Wendy's burgers. No, we should get Mike a, a music stand so he can put that that magazine behind the microphone so he talks into the mic while he's reading it. Yeah, I'm looking at Ryan Sheckler. No, I mean, uh, the mic stand would be more to, the, more to your right. And Phil Legendsky. No, wait, no. <laughs> okay. There we go. So, Mike, did you think of what you were trying to figure out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the opposite of the whippets that were brought up. I remember at one point, one of the old Fancy Lad vans had broken down but it stayed in our driveway for a bit. And I just distinctly remember one night we all decided to just hang out in the old van. You know, the battery was still alive. So we listened to a Neil Young tapes. Hmm. And for some reason, sure. there was a helium tank in the back left over from a old premiere that must have had tons of balloons. Yeah. Rust premiere. never sleeps. And we were that. just all making our voices funny. Yeah, premiere. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get a helium tank for the new van. Van number three. Yeah, yeah, and you should like uh, kind of build it in under the hood and have a little tube coming out right where the radio is. So if a cop pulls you over, you can sound more innocent. Like, sorry, officer, it's my first time driving. I didn't mean to do what you thought I did. I have other diarrhea. <laughs> that one works. Yeah. Tell me you have diarrhea. That's true. Have you used that one before, Mike? No, but that's in my backup plan if I do get pulled over. It works. Uh, my mind, if I got pulled over for going fast, it would go straight to bodily functions for mm. sure. So, Mike, not only did uh, you, not only have you put out s some of the greatest parts in history, <laughs> mm -hmm. probably my favorite being uh, God. FL3. FL3, yeah. Yeah, the part where I was the most drunk. Yeah, that part rules. That was a dark time in my life. Hell yeah. Yeah, like the dark times. You can probably tell by just watching it. The maybe, coffin but... down the stairs and the uh, the dragon tail. Oh yeah, the ass crack. The you know, I'm still a little miffed that you didn't 
put in the rollaway from my fakie coffin down the hill. Hmm. For all people know, I didn't make it to the flat. So yeah. I just want to lay it out that I made it to flat. Oh, but yeah. I also have he took to it to flat. I have to confess I didn't start from the top of the hill either. Cause... Oh, you didn't have to confess. Well, I did. I got honesty is the best policy. Hey, you know, and that's what we're all about here on the Fancy Lad podcast is honesty. Yeah, getting yeah. down to the tooth. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you should really check out the Patreon. Yeah, well, if you can find it, you should definitely check it out. And only, yeah, it's exactly. only nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, we get a lot to, of good stuff. You know, try to make patriarchy. it as easy to find as possible, but mm-hmm. fuck the patriarchy, but sensually fuck in a loving way. Patreon, right? And oh, if you if you yeah. were watching the Patreon right now, you'd be able to see that Reynolds and uh, that clown that Mike was afraid of as a child are playing ping pong in the background. Yeah, it's cute. Which we call baby tennis. Yeah, and they're using a um, they're using just the cutest little paddles. The kind of two tone. One is you know fluorescent pink and the greenish yellow, and one is black with some red kind of tribal one, tattoo. That one looks pretty fucking sick. Yeah, that one's really yeah, sick. It's a good clash. Dude, I love good clashes. Yeah, try to guess who's who. That's Reynolds. Damn. Yeah. Foul ball. (laughs) Oh, shit. Reynolds, pick it up. You love a good clash, though? Yeah. Like what? Mm -hmm. They call him Joe Strummer because he's good at guitar, I hear. Is that why? Yeah, he's he's not good at picking, but man, can he strum. Strum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, can he Joey? Yeah, and I was also going to mention... Um, Man, you can Ramon. Yeah, dude, Joe Strummer, dude. Great fucking song in Bag of Suck, man. I don't know any of your other work. I don't know if you're in any other bands, but that was a really, really good song. Rock the Cosby. You know that was apparently the first song that Artie ever liked? Which one, Rock the Cosba or the one in the... Uh... No, Rock the Cosba. Oh, yeah. Cosba. That's the first song he ever liked. That's what I heard. That's probably because it's one of those songs where there are parts where you're like, someone's cell phone going off? For those not in the know, Wait, Artie but... is one of the owners of the Coliseum back in the day. The original owners were Artie um, and Matt Roman. And then eventually they kind of bestowed it onto the. Yeah, I kind of guys. feel like this has been mentioned on like a third of the podcast. Okay, who Artie is? That man to make on the sure. Calls. And I just wanted to cut it off there. Well, if this See, is people's first podcast viewing in, listening in, and viewing and in viewing for in. the Patreon. But on the concept uh, subject of Artie's music tastes, I also wonder. Maybe it was Roman or somebody else, but where the Britpop obsession came into play. Yeah, it's true. I remember I asked him before, but I forget. I would assume maybe Artie, because there's that one clip of him wearing like the, you know, the um, flag tank top. Yeah. The uh, Union Jack flag. I heard they had a friend who had a lot of, like, she had a bunch of CDs, random Britpop CDs, and they just went through those and they found some shit. Nice. I can't remember a, a earlier skate video using the Smiths or anything along those lines. I think that there was one song in a Big Brother video. Well, Dave, Dave Carney does love Morrissey. I yeah. mean, he's am for Whalecock, after all. I forget now. But, yeah, no, and then uh, there was the Sucking the Life and the Handsome Devil and... 
Yeah, really Wait. sorry. I'm right. Bad, yeah, but that's after. all. That's all after. I know. The I know. PJ oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. The uh, war effort video, Mischief Mayhem, <laughs> has every day is like Sunday, right. and that's also a- has the Sid Vicious My Way mm. song in it, and I think yeah. that came out right around the same time. That has Dan Rogers, so it's kind of dude. War uh, effort is a very deep cut. That's down that there with great. like the termite video and the element twigs video that may or yeah. may not exist. May or may not. And Another? also the or the germ video that trying to get T Bone to send me. But yeah, he only has true. one copy and it's at his mom's house. Yellow eggs at T Bone. Yo, yellow eggs at T Bone. Oh yeah, T Bone. There's this guy, um, Matt Brode, who skated for them. He passed away a few years ago. R.I.P. But apparently he just did the craziest tech shit. Like you remember they call it the Cardiel ledge in SF? It's kind of short at the top, and it's down like a double or triple set, and the landing's like right into a hill bomb, mm-hmm. like Peter Smolik switch nose slide. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, Smolik? I know the one. That guy Matt Brode who was on Germ, I forget if he like did a kickflip nose slide or nolly flip or nolly heel nose slide, but he did that, and then out of it he did either a nolly flip or nolly heel. Dude, one of those one ridiculous. of those combinations sounds good. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is, it works. Flip in, slide, flip out. I think I don't think it was a duplicate, like heel in, heel out. Mm-hmm. I think he's like you know, flip in, heel out, or yeah, 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 heel in, flip out. Either way, that's it. Uh, underrated tech gem, kind of like Jamie Fortune, who Abe brought up in the last episode. Yeah, what is it with all this Jamie Fortune? Yeah, seriously, talk? I gotta check that part out. I remember him. He was a uh, I brought out the Gershon destroys Tampa Thrasher specifically to get the talk off of Jamie Fortune and back onto, onto Gershon, Gershon, mostly where it fucking belongs. Yeah, seriously. Gershon Fortune. Dude, I used to make jokes about Gershon's sweat all the time back when I made new skate friends. I thought it was witty at the time, but I was like, did you hear that if you drink Gershon Mosley's sweat, it's almost powerful antioxidant in the world so you thought making fun of gershon mosley's sweat was witty at the time what do you think about it now yeah what do you think about making fun of his sweat now what do you think about what do you think about somebody who constantly does it every single podcast episode or at least seven out of maybe 13 i just just want to take a whiff of that sweat Mm, there we there we go it's fascinating he just i don't think anybody releases more fluids when they skate than gersh i mean i kind of envy the guy yeah well, hence all the jokes. I hope he stays hydrated, though. I'm concerned. You must. Yeah. You see how much is coming out. Yeah, and he's always wearing like sweatpants or khakis, so mm-hmm. it's just full on from the from the butt crack to the bottom of the ankle, just yeah, soaked. Love Mike, it, Mike. Are you still a slap pal? Uh, I um, I told you before the cast, but I've been I've been slacking lately. I don't go on slap and follow too many new videos lately. Just because I got like such a large backlog of things, you know, there's there's videos from like four months ago that I'm like, ah, oh, I still gotta check that out. Yeah, just it comes on too strong, too quick. Like all dudes our age say, everyone misses the era of mm. uh, you know, like two big big videos a year. Right. Much like going to the Sorry premiere, you know, when yeah. uh, what was another? Right. Like when Yeah Right came out, yeah, that was another big thing. I mean. The back, yeah, the backlog can be difficult, you know. I yeah. have a friend who had like he had a backlog so big that when it came out, it made him come. Oh yeah, he was backed up big time. I've heard of that happening. I got a good come story. Oh, do you? Yeah, 
Interesting. It's from before. I mean, well, we typically don't talk about that kind of smut on this podcast. It is a okay, family parental podcast. Warming, this is a family warm, warm, podcast. Parental warming. Yeah, parental warming <laughs> advised. If you're going to listen, make sure you have your parents snuggling you. For some reason, I was hesitant to uh, start pleasing myself back in like middle school. But as I that you, you don't know, want to be portrayed as, as I got, a slut. As yeah. I got older and older, I couldn't resist my right. bodily urges. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would, I'd play GTA three and get the um, prostitutes in the car mm-hmm. and I'd start touching myself a bit <laughs> and almost get to the end. Wait, wait, wait! In the game or in real no, life? Be, like I'd watch the car rocking <laughs> and touch myself, the and Patreon I'd almost finish. Are having a field day right now? <laughs> but I would stop. Pantomime that. I, I was too scared to come. We got a girth. <laughs> so sometimes in the morning I'd wake up and pee, and there'd be like. It'd be crusted at the end from the cum almost coming out, so I'd have to like God. scrape it off and then pee. Scrape it. Took me a few attempts, but then one day I was like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna just let it out instead of wimping out." And I used a lot of shampoo you in my palm. Up the courage. I used probably like a sizable, you know, like put some um, ketchup for your fries in a little cup. Mm-hmm. About that much shampoo into my hand, and I used the shampoo in the shower as a lubricant. Oh, my God. And did it hurt? But how did you get a shampoo. full... No, I didn't get in my pee-pee hole, apparently. Oh, how did you get the the TV with the uh, PlayStation 2 in there with you? Oh, oh I, I'm just using my imagination in the shower. Imagination. They call it the spank memory card. Mm. Yeah, I've got an 8 megabyte one in my right ear. It's been there for about 16 years. Dude, don't lie. It's like fucking 4 megabytes on a good day. Yeah, it's getting... Sometimes the data gets corrupted and my wiener falls off. Girls these days are all looking for 8 megabyte. Girth Sean Mosley. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this, but she's probably gonna... That's fine. Yeah, she can learn about me... Finding yourself. Don't worry, Mom. We'll make you a grandson someday. I'll like make you a grandson soon instead of... Don't worry. There are plenty of people on the world. You don't need to make grandchildren. You could if you wanted to, but I mean, there are plenty of people. Well, I'm going to make not grandchildren. I mean, I'm gonna your own grandchildren. I'm going to make grandchildren. They will be here grandkids, but they're going to be really big mm-hmm. and have really <laughs> good personalities. They'll just mm. be grand people. You're gonna make them plump. That's your that's your plan. Pleasantly plump. Oh, a- as the young pleasant. kids say these mm-hmm. days, thick ah. with two C's instead of a K at the end. Mm. Curvy in all the right places, like a uh, hot dog. <laughs> that's a good goal for your kids. That's yeah, such a nice I'm gonna make them really too. hot. It's gonna be hard not to smooch <laughs> them, but you know, in a sexual way. But it'll work out. <laughs> God oh, damn wait, it. I, I didn't know we had Gary Glitter on the podcast here tonight. Actually, I just called it a yeah, what is me this on my way over Joker here. Joker soundtrack? So. Oh, did, did you saw that, right? How was it? Yeah, I saw Joker. Yeah, I saw it too. But you want to talk about it right now? Yeah, I'll talk about it right now. Right, let's go wait, so, wait Mike, have you seen it? No, no, no. I don't watch superhero movies. But real quick, Joker's not a superhero, He's a fucking dumbass. villain, well, dude. You, know. you fucking moron. Okay, Except real quick. Okay, but real quick, he's, he's not kind of the protagonist. Having seen it. I kind of thought super. I kind of thought he was awesome. Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, or the uh, new Phoenix guy? Who do you who do you think? Dude, is the gotta best one? be Jared Leto, hands fucking down. Best Joker of all time. Jack Nicholson, step aside. <laughs> what? 
I'm just kidding. I, I've never even seen the Suicide Squad. I haven't squad. seen the Suicide yeah. Squad either, but definitely I'm Jared Leto. A little trick. Definitely Jared I'm going to put your mm-hmm. pencil into your eye. <laughs> Was that your Heath? Was that Kerchart? your Heath? Yeah. Yeah, his Kerchart. Kerchart yeah. would be a good Joker. He should be the Joker, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I um, Jared Leto is great. My so-called life is the... um. That show will make you cry, man. Yeah, in a good way. so-called life, I know. Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire Dane. Yeah, here's my uh, review of the movie. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I kind of figured. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was pretty good. And the last uh, good. superhero villain movie I saw in the theaters was probably that X-Men one with Patrick Stewart. The only, well, he Logan? Had, no, like the first one that was just called X-Men. Oh. It had um the guy who kind of looked like Seth Green as Toad. You know, the guy with the long tongue and green skin. Yeah, that that was the last superhero movie you saw in theaters? Yeah. <laughs> so that's oh probably, like, what, 2001? Yeah, maybe. That's so long ago. That's the I think that's the first X-Men movie. Yeah. And that's when Sony was doing it. I mean, it was garbage. They've gotten a lot better. I'm sure. I mean, I, I hear the MCU Marvel... Yeah, yeah. Comics? Well, they're not they're not sponsoring this podcast. We need to talk up. about them too I was, much. I was going to say in that scene where he's actually undoing the clown shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoelaces. And then the I clown shoes like, beer pops out. Yep. And he goes, "Oh, why so delicious? Delicious you are." I prefer those like crappy comics from the early to mid 90s like Prime and like um like Savage Dragon mm. and like then there's all the ones that were squads, like X-Men. They're always, like, angsty teenagers. I think it was called Image Comics who made them. Mm. It's real edgy. Love angsty teens comics. over here. Yeah. I've been did, one, did I'm, you 30, ever, I'm almost 31, but I'm still an angsty teen. Did you ever read uh, Angsty Teenage Mutant Ninjas? It's a great oh, yeah, one. They only did a few issues. bought them beer and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They partied, though. They loved it. They got bad taste in pizza. Their first movie, they get dominoes dropped on top of their little... Uh, What's it called? Uh, Super Cap. I gotta tell you, oh man! But then um, the Nintendo game, there's Pizza Hut signs that ninjas hide behind. Slot. Pizza always looks so good in cartoons. Yeah, so good. The Especially cheese, like stretches out, like and Doug. Feet. Yeah, Doug on Nickelodeon had really good looking pizza. And if you get extra cheese, it's not like that. Okay, it's not. It doesn't do that. No, it doesn't. You know what else looks? Well, well you come on the pizza. That's the trick. Pizza is always great, regardless, anyways, but it looks super good on cartoons. But you know what looks better on cartoons than it is in real life? Yep. Chicken wings. Or just when they're eating, like, turkey legs. Mm. They just rip the whole mm, thing off yeah. one clean bone. That yeah, looks just appealing. Like a big kind of oval. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My, just big oval like thing you just texture. shove in your mouth and yeah. just, like, touch the back of your throat mm-hmm. a little bit. And when it's all just done, it just an, looks like a symmetrical oh, bone oh, on each yeah. end. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, yeah, you my, go to the Ren Fair. My mom was claiming that she had never seen the Tootsie Roll commercial. How many lists does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? And I was like, what the what, fuck? Are the you owl? fucking serious, Mom? Hey, Mr. Owl? Yeah. Oh, How many lists does it take a to get to the Center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? I don't know. I've Let never made it without biting. Let me check it out. A, a two. A two. Uh-huh. A three. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Three. Yeah, I remember you sounding different. And I was all like, 
What the fuck is what wrong the with you? Fuck, mom. Are you fucking serious right now? You just, just stupid. Dude, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm your mom, but like, <laughs> dude, I just don't remember it, man. Yeah, that's how I went. It's nice that you had the recording of you and your mom talking about yell that. Yell exit Nancy. Hell yeah, yell exit Nancy. Uh, her uh, her episode was great. And you know what, Mike? I was going to say, for somebody who, you know, used to uh, used to yell at me for swearing in front of children, you're having an awful lot of talk about cum on a public forum right now. Hey, mm-hmm. cum ain't a swear. That's true. I did hey, drop an F-bomb like, right when the episode started. I apologize for that. I literally made a mental note when I was driving out to JP. Mm-hmm. Try not to say too many swears on there. It's not creative. It's not helpful. Mm. It just serves no purpose. You know, those guys you That's see true. who just drop an F-bomb like four times per sentence and can't help it? Yeah. yeah. That's not I good for nobody. Well, well, you could probably find them at Dunkin' Donuts after <laughs> a hard day at work or before a hard day at work. <laughs> Well, Whatever happens, they're going to be it hot. actually functions as a uh, useful word, you know? Like yeah. Flip-flop instead. Why? What in the flippin', flamin', floppin', flippin'? You know... How is that better? What the clown boils? Like, yeah, you know, like, boils uh, like Matt. Like, uh, you know, the wet bandits. How Joe Pesci's always like, retcha fretchit, retcha fretchit. <laughs> A good term for marijuana. You know he's saying motherfucker, cocksucker, motherfucker, <laughs> cocksucker. Right. Not wretched, fretchit. Yeah. Wretched. Fretchit. Sternly, sternly um, talked to by Daniel Stern. Yeah. You know a good term for marijuana, I remember? So your name is Nick Big Murray. Yeah. There's, Did you know um, that? There's another Nick Murray yeah, that we're both dear friends with, mm. and his he made up a term for pot. He called it clown rice. Oh, you and this, the clowns. Uh, yeah, the, this might have been before I got really into clowns too. So maybe subconsciously he got me into it. But yeah, clown rice. I think that's a pretty great term for. Uh, but it's not ricey. Yeah, I don't know about that part. It just got a a good, uh, you know, not too many syllables. I mean, you want to call it clown uh, kale, clown quinoa. No, no, neither of those sound more descriptive. Maybe it's kale. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, is there an edible plant that looks at all like pot? I'm trying to think. Oregano? Pot? Well, no, I mean, not ground up pot. Oh. Um, oh, you know what? You know those things? They're like, um, they come off a plant and they kind of swirl and... The sh- into the shape of like a cinnamon bun or the Dreamcast logo. They're... What? No, no, no. They're called um. God, they look like garlic scapes, kind of. Are you thinking of the game Seamen for Sega Dreamcast? Dude, I got a modded Dreamcast I put together recently. Got a SD card in there. Oh hell yeah, bro! Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm yeah, I saw quickly, your pics on the gram. Quickly try to find what this food is called because it's so good. All right, so Tom, what do you want to talk about while he's finding what that food is called? Pot. Like uh, that you put plants in? Yeah, or pasta. Right. I wasn't thinking that. Mm. I think you know, pot backwards is top. No, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. I did not know that. And a lot of pots have tops. Wow. But do a lot of tops have pots? I believe so. 
Hmm. They got to be a top of something. Why not a pot? That's true. If not, if not a top of a pot, then what? Is there any top without the bottom? You know, or is there any pot without the handle? I, or is it just the bowl then? No, I'm pretty sure you could have a pot without a handle, but that's just stupid. Yeah, it's just it's gonna get nonsensical. Hot. It's gonna be a hot pot. It's gonna be a very hot pot, and then you're burn your hands. Well, you could use a pot holder. You could. You know, just like put it on your feet and then pick up the pot mm-hmm. with your bare hands. Yeah. Still burn your hands, though. I know. I know. I don't know why they only make pot holders for your feet. No, no, no. They are comfy, though. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have your feet nice and I comfy. don't even take them off when I go to bed. Oh, me neither. I haven't taken mine off for three months. Exactly. Well, they've, actually, they've kind of fused to my feet. The toenails kind of grew into the fabric a little bit. Yeah, I noticed. I was going to say I noticed... Because you're wearing flip-flops. Right. Underneath that, I said, why are you still wearing your pot holders on your feet? Mm-hmm. And you saw all the toenails growing out into weird, crazy curling of vines. It's very painful. Um, I think I've lost a lot of blood down there. So yeah. I might need to go to the hospital after this episode. Yeah, but you say that it's for the sake of your spiritual journey. Eh, it's more like a suffer-for-fashion type of scenario. I get it. Dude, I can't find this plant. Oh. Oh. Oh, we're back. Oh, we're back, and Mike has not found out what the plant was. It yeah. wasn't pot. No. Okay, so it's it's like a young plant that isn't fully bloomed, mm, tell and me it more. goes up straight, mm. and then it curls into like a, like I said, kind of like a cinnamon bun shape, and it's got kind of yellowish, leafy things coming off of it like a pot plant. I feel like they're not called like periwinkles or whatever. It I'm doesn't sorry, matter. I wish I could help you out. I'm oh, just they... thinking about cinnamon buns now. I'm just thinking about pot. Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Eat your vegetables, kids. They'll make you poop better. Oh. I've been doing great lately. Back when I was a raging alcoholic, mm-hmm. like nine out of times, diarrhea. Now I'm just taking like, you know, those solid like two foot logs. Are those are those Goku socks that you got? Uh, Goku and friends. Nice, dude. Come to think of it, it kind of goes well with my hookup sweatshirt. Hell yeah! For those young young kids not in the know, watch uh, Jeremy Klein's old parts. Everybody back then would do tech shit on really small edges, and they didn't look hot. But he would just skate big crusty banks with tall obstacles on top of them. Like, do a nose pick on them or something. And it was just so cool. Just the complete opposite of what everybody else was doing. Not to talk smack on the pressure flip era. I mean, Damon Bird. Damon Bird. Legend. <coughs> but, like, the polar opposite of guys like that would be Jeremy Klein's old birdhouse parts. Yeah. Before the end. Any birdhouse video before the end. I mean, obviously, the end's great, but... Great stuff. Willie Santos, great too. Mm, I always love Willie's parts. Yeah, he was like on par with Day One for quite a while. Both goofy-footed, like Asian dudes who did really great tech stuff. Whoa, mm-hmm. racist. Whoa, dude. But no, literally, like you, why similar are you approach to him because they're Asian, dude. Well, because I'm, I'm wearing a hookup shirt. Oh yeah, that's right. There we go. That makes sense. And Goku socks. Yeah. Goku and friends. My bad. Which is your slap name, Goku. For, that is. You for know, everyone some, out there. People on slap, a lot of them 
think I'm you. And I've had to clear that up a few times because I don't want to like... Thank you. I mean, I don't say bad shit on there, but it sickens me to make people think that I'm you because you're much funnier than me and... No, stop. Well, I used I just, to have this. Oh, like, go keep going. I used to have this going. animated GIF of you in my signature. You know the one a fan made of you doing the hard flip through the break. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I put that in there and a link to the big cartel. That might have been Craig Royer, actually. Yeah, really, Craig Royer. Yeah, no. it Craig. Well, there's this Royer. other guy who made these really nice hand drawn GIFs. Like one of them was, I think, just some random guy from the '90s doing a really good slappy on a curb. Hmm. Who knows? There's a thousand skate artists now, but hmm. yeah. Um, any slap pals listening? No, I'm not big. My most recent reminder to them was somebody posted the um, PJ Lad DVD that making of documentary, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Who? What's up with that cowboy guy?" And I posted a picture of me and Cowboy Johnny at a Artie's daughter's yeah, yeah. like first birthday or something. I'm wearing like a little party hat and big puffy jacket and Cowboy Johnny's standing there looking like looking at the camera like it's a gun pointed at him or something. Right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Great guy. Yeah, he was rad. Yeah, he's a Cowboy Johnny. I can't yeah. say enough good things about the Coliseum crowd. Some of the most genuine people. And that includes you guys, you know. Everybody who was involved in the Coliseum during the golden era. All Thank you. just really fucking cool guys. Thank hey, you. We lucked out. Yeah. What can I say? We Seriously. lucked out. I think to this day it's still probably the best shop video ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean. Without a question. How could you even, what else would compare? Maybe not shop video. Because um, I was going to mention like the old happy medium videos. But those aren't shop videos. No, those are like videos. homie videos. So yeah. And they're not as good. Still great. Oh, Church of Skating. All those those videos were like timeless classics. Yeah, dude. With fucking Dylan Gardner. Oh, yeah. Dylan Gardner. Maybe get some like uh, Tony Tew. Yeah, Tony Tew. (laughs) I don't know if he was in that crowd. That's a good old name. Those two right there. That's obscure. Yeah. How come everybody that everyone who is a fan of Fancy Lad has an anime uh picture for their instagram handle that's a good question i i don't know if i fit into that equation i don't think i do because i don't promote fancy lad a lot but maybe they all post on slap and no i'm saying you would fit into that equation as a fan but you happen to be in the no like i might be possibly an the guy who posts things on the internet of fancy lad that leads those nerds to find us, perhaps. Maybe all those guys are on Slap. Well, it's I'm, a good question. I've been kind of curious about the phenomenon myself. Well, I'm Shout just out thinking, Baca Caleb. That's a great fancy yeah, exactly, fan. Exactly, Baca yeah. Caleb. Yeah, I'm just saying, that is the best. I think yeah, it's because Caleb. they're nerds. nerds. We are nerds. Nerds. But specifically, I always notice the, the anime. Nerds! 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 It's a, it's nerds, a bit of a... Nerds, nerds. Kind of a visual aesthetic trend the past couple of years, you know, like '90s anime, vaporwave. How come intellectual thing? skateboarders are always talking about that company aesthetics? <laughs> oh man, I I hate when people call something aesthetic. Like kids use that term a lot. A couple of years ago, like that's so aesthetic, and I'm like, that's not how you use that word at all. 
yeah. you say, I appreciate the aesthetics of this like clothing company. You don't say just, yeah. that's set. That aesthetic. is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kids got to learn. Listen to more podcasts. Expand your vocab. Yeah. Dumbass mother. Touchers. Touchers. Uh, mama. Yeah, we use a lot of big words on this podcast. It's true. Well, you know, I did, I I have not, as all the Patreon viewers can tell, have not got a map for the studio yet. Yeah. But I did get this big word of the day calendar over here. Oh, wow, you did. And it, today's word was aesthetics, so. Yeah, so you can oh, tomorrow's check up. that one off. Yeah. I don't know if that's how the calendar works. No, I, tomorrow I'll just pull that page away. Tomorrow's peripheral. We have to wait till tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, we're going to miss like seven words. Damn it. Dude, I think the, the ceiling just got a foot taller. Wow. Oh, my God. Are they doing work outside? Oh, my God. Wait, oh, my God. The floor oh, is the rumbling. Floor's the floor is rumbling. The floor is oh, sinking. Oh, God. Oh, wait, no. Wait, let's take a break real quick. We got to oh, figure it out. The pancake just... men are doing free construction on the No, 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 no. No, no, it's just no, the no, boss. No, no. He's jumping up and down. No, the ceiling's there. sinking now. The ceiling's sinking. Oh, my God, sinking. you're right. All right, wait. Let's take a break real quick. We'll take a break real quick. We'll be right back. We got to measure the ceiling. Oh, God, this is I'll find a metal bar. See you guys soon. Yeah. After a long week of work, I like to relax by trimming my bonsai tree. And when that starts to really piss me off, I crack open an ice-cold Clown Shoes brand Zen Garden New England India Pale Ale. Mmm, nothing helps realign my chakras like the full-bodied hazy flavor of a Clown Shoes brand Zen Garden IPA. And nothing helps me focus on my bonsai garden. Oh, f***. Ow. Ah, f***. Nothing helps me focus more than a Clown Shoes brand Zen Garden IPA. The combination of wheat and oat in a malt bill, plus a steady stream of hop additions, makes for... Oh, f***. Oh, sh- Oh, my... Oh, oh. God. No, this is bad. Oh, 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 my God. It's bleeding so much. Oh, my God. I think my blood's really thin because of the 7% IPAs I've been drinking. Call my mom. Call my mom. Please call my mom. To find out more about Clown Shoes Beer and where you can get it, visit www.clownshoesbeer.com. Uh, yeah. No. And we're back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Mike really doesn't seem to like Seriously. that. Seriously. He says no every time. He it really, keeps throwing me off. He's reluctant to come back to the podcast. No. Do you know the end, we're mm. back, is uh, trademarked? What, by every other podcast ever? Or well, no, any by, other uh, show that another has podcast. And also the excessive Wait. use of the word bro that I notice you sometimes drop. That's also trademarked. By who? Bro. Say it now. Um, the first word of the cast is a digit in the first 10 numbers of the um, number alphabet. I actually think that they don't say and we're back because I remember Dill gave him that present that said oh, it says, well, and we're, we're back. back. Exactly. Yeah. So in your face, Mike, oh, you what, think what? you're a fucking skate nerd? You're nothing. Well, I you got are smeg nothing. on my face. Whew. Oh, yeah. Spit. I will kick your fucking... No, smeg. Yeah, that's spit. Smeg is egg spit? Schmeg? Yeah. Smegma. I don't have foreskin, so I can't produce any of my own to put in my omelets. That's weird. Schmegs report. 
He yeah. likes it. Abe, uh, Abe can though. Smegma omelets. Ugh, swear by. Yeah, him. we're we're talking about the the best skater asses here on the podcast. That's um, true. I'm thinking Stevie Williams. Oh mm-hmm. man, Stevie Williams does have a good plum. Badonk. Hey, you know, I can't tell if it's the how. I think it's because of how low he wears his pants. It seems like his ass is like halfway up his back. Yeah. Because how long his t-shirts are. Right. And the sweatpants don't mm. help. And also every time he does a a switch of revert, a mm-hmm. full on steak and cheese f- falls Always out, falls of, his out of his hoodie. Yeah. yeah. The best front butt goes to Pat Duffy. Remember he'd skate the tight pants with like his wallet phone yep, and yep. everything in and his that front trans world are yeah. you all right Rob video. Hall hated that. Yep. He's like, Pat Duffy, take that stuff out of your pocket. Yeah, the 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 the, the I'm trying to frontal think, upper thinking, Pat Duffy ass. There's a local legend Jerry an actual Fowler. ass in my mind that I could picture. Can't remember the skater. Mm-hmm. I think they were wearing a white pant I mean a white belt and uh, oh. flared girl pants. It's killing me mm. remembering. I think they skated Ragdoll? goofy. Probably Ragdoll. Yeah. Probably. That sounds some someone in a pig video. It might have been Ragdoll, especially because he you could see that he wasn't wearing underwear most of the time too. Oh, the classic. You wear a shoelace belt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like you show the magazine to your friend and they're like, Is that guy wearing a thong? Billy Marks. <laughs> Not just a thong, a fucking tea bag. Extra mm. non functional slash highly sexual that's why that that's like the main similarity between thrasher and and maxim is that besides you could buy both of them at blockbuster video yep and you don't have to be 18 and they feature a lot of people wearing thongs mm-hmm. or would appear to be thongs not just in the hub ads either no now, oh, speaking man. of a uh, maxim remember jessica alba she was in that show like dark angel yeah dark angel Steve Alba. Do we remember Jessica Alba? She's from related Dark to Steve Angel. Alba. You guys knew that, right? I actually didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, Wait, are you like serious? cousin or second cousin. Yep, related to Steve Alba and his uh his little um smiley unique boy uh Jesse Alba. And now that I think of it, Jesse Alba is, is Salba's son. Yeah. And a very similar name to Jessica Alba. Mm. I wonder okay. if Jesse and Jessica ever met. Are they related? At the family reunions? I mean, somehow related. I don't know if there's a blood relation, but Jessica Alba, you know, B-list actress. Whoa. Related well, to B-list, Alba. Dude, dude. Well, she used to be triple A. I mean, now she's kind of B. I mean, dude, she's she was a Fantastic in, Four. Dude, she was in fucking Sin City. Greatest movie of all time. Dude, she's presumably in Sin City too, which I did not see, but maybe it's also the greatest movie of all time. Maxim, yeah, though, think... and FHM. Those are so funny back when we were in, like, middle school, high school. Oh, yeah. I remember I, I like, I heard Playboy either subscribed or bought the, uh, it was, like, Transworld Stance, and it was, like, yeah. them trying to, like, make, like, a Maxim magazine. Transworld? Like, I swear it was Transworld, but it was called Stance. Mm. They also had Transworld they... Strength. They didn't have Rosa, did they? <sighs> I forget. From the shorties ad. Yeah. No. Because if they had Rosa... Sign me up for a subscription. This I, one's kind of a deep cut. It's a female mm-hmm. ass. I apologize. I love me a deep cut. But like Maxim yeah, the in the early 2000s, Mike. there was this like model named Vida Guerra. She mm. just like this Hispanic chick with a pretty well, dope butt. Oh. And she was just, everyone on the internet's like, best ass ever. 
And nowadays in the Instagram era, like no your next door neighbor can have yeah. the best ass ever. I don't know if Thank girls, God for Instagram. girls might have a secret website where they like learn how to make their butts look perfect, but everyone's butt's so great bitch nowadays. bitch don't really got no ass. She just poked it out. Shout out to my girlfriend, Victoria. She's beautiful. She's nice. I like her butt and her cat, Poops. Poops is a great cat. I promised her I'd shout her out. Yell exit, not shout out. Oh, Yell thank exit. You. Thank you. I'm so sorry about saying say, the S-O Tom's word. fist was like three inches from your face ready to He was spring. crushing his beer can. That I could see how angered he was getting when I said S-O. I was mad. I'm sorry. But, I, but you made you, it right. You made it right. And I, I appreciate that. I was a bit peeved. It's true. I'm still a little pissed. You know, the episode where you guys came up with Yell Exit, it took you a few attempts to come up with it. Dude, what the fuck? But I was like, hey, a good one would be Yell Exit. And then that's nice. the one you guys settled on. And I was like, that's why these guys are some of my best friends ever. Yeah. Hell yeah. They know it. We're on the same wavelength. That's why they like words. Yep, synonyms. Yo, know, I got a dick shenary for you oh dude again with this this smut that you're bringing to this family podcast no look it's like got about 700 pages i think it's a 1997 edition yeah, but it's a don't lie Merriam, that's like that's like Merriam 400 Webster, pages dude. on a good day mm. yeah i don't know some i got an atlas in my backpack too and an encyclopedia but yeah fucking atlas shrugged shruggy duggy atlas smug Oh, you don't know where Bolivia is? <laughs> Maybe you could read me and learn. Atlas <laughs> there you <Smudge>. go. <laughs> that is pretty good. Speaking speaking of uh, Atlas Schmuggy. Yes? So uh, I got some, uh, or I got a question here. Or we got a question. From a fan. Ooh. One fan. And I thought this would be a good one to ask with our friend Mike here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. This is from... Papa Gieros. Now, wait, first spell the second half of that. Like, so Papa, like you would assume. Yeah. And that's G-E-E-R-O-W-S. Oh, uh, I was thinking G-Y-R-O-S. That, w- like that was incorrect. Like treats. Nope, I'm sorry. So it's you, hot you debate lost. what they're really called, depending where you live. But go on, go on. Let's hear this question. Oh, so, okay. So we're going to let Papa Gueros go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, his question is, how do y'all know DJ Doug Pound, a.k.a. Doug Loosenhop, and had he helped edit any of your videos, slash, was he the connection with Adult Swim? DJ I can Doug start Pound that. In the mix. I was like a deep Tim and Eric fan, and they used to have this web show on Super Deluxe back in like 07 or 08 called like tim and eric night live and that's the first time i saw doug pound uh fast forward a little bit and he put out a couple videos on super deluxe one was him skating some of it was real some of it was oh, green the screen video yeah, yeah co-made by eric fensler the guy who made the um the um gi joe videos right yeah. but yeah i so i followed doug pound after that because i thought his shit was good and I like added him on Facebook and just sent him a message like, hey, do you want me to send you a skate DVD? We make some weird, wacky stuff. I think you'd like it. And he's like, yeah, sure. Send me your address. So I send it. And then, uh, yeah, he liked it. Fast forward later somehow, um, Nick 
and Doug got in contact. I don't know if it was around the same time as the Adult Swim offer coming on the table, or if you guys befriended each other a little before that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Like, I remember... So I somehow initiated it, yeah. but I don't really talk to him much. You're 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 the guy who's. It was right around the same time. But yeah. it sounds like the two things weren't really connected. No, I just I sent. <laughs> I mean, the Adult Swim, the Adult Swim connection, and knowing DJ Doug Pound. Right. Yeah. No, they reached out, and uh, yeah, I suggested, um, kind of. Uh, they they wanted uh, one of their writers to kind of be a sounding board for any sort of ideas that I had, and I suggested <laughs> Doug Pound because uh, he skated, yeah. right? So I thought he might get it. Remember when we tried writing, and one of my best ideas was rolling a can of soup down a hill. <laughs> no, I like you had an I idea. I had the lasagna in the VCR. That's about yeah, the, lasagna in that, the VCR. That's probably the best one. You had I got. this. Somebody was inhabited by the soul of a middle-aged Italian woman. (laughs) And I think that that was one that just stuck with me. Mm. We didn't do it, but... Damn. Yeah, that would have been good. I ought to give myself more credit. We would have had to have some acting props for that one. Mm, Where are you going to find that? On the subject... Hey, what's up? Um, Do you know any middle-aged Italian women? None that I'm currently in contact with. Okay. I was Get just the, curious. Oh, shit. They're Greek, actually. I was going to say the ladies at Captain Nemo's Pizza Nemo's? down the street, mm. but they're, they're very Greek. Just order things in a specific way, knowing <laughs> what their response is going to be, and just like write lines based around that. Yeah. Back to Okay, uh, well, how Doug... much do you want from me, baby? How much? Okay, $1 million. Back yeah. to Doug Pound real quick. There was two people in California that I sent that video. It might have been FL3... Maybe New Hell, but so I sent Doug Pound a copy, and then I, I don't know how I did it. I searched real hard. I tracked down Earl Parker, the old Big Brother writer. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And I sent him and Doug Pound those videos, and I remember one of Earl Parker's uh, favorite tricks in it. This can probably help you identify which video it was. It's when we're in uh, New York City with Jesse James and John Cattle. So it was New Hell. Yeah, okay. So- I could have sent Doug FL3. I don't remember. No, but no, you sent him New Hell. Yeah. I remember. John Cattle does, he like kick flips his boards into a wall and it bounces off and mm. he jumps back on. And for some reason, Earl Parker loved that. Yeah. But yeah, ever since then, me and him talk like randomly once every couple months. He'll just send me like some yeah, that's strange observations. He reaches out to like, you. Well, sometimes. I think he just needs like a output for his like poetic thoughts. But this was a couple of years ago. It was like on Facebook. Now he has an Instagram, and that's a better outlet for him. Yeah. But I, I loved guy? ever hearing from Earl Parker, one of the greatest writers of the Big Brother days. Just you know, writes an article about a contest at EMB and doesn't talk about it. He's like, yeah, I hung out with some uh, female heroin addicts and lusted over Chris Sen's girlfriend. Just completely avoiding the subject at hand. It's great, man. Big yeah, he brother. Was like man. somehow the savant. Yeah, the savant sort of dark horse rider almost. Yeah, but he he suffered from the same thing that happens to many um, unsung heroes. 
It's like too much pressure, too many people telling him he's a genius. Like when we tried to write some more Adult Swim stuff, we were just hit a brick wall. We were like, fuck, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah, we're not premeditating it. I know, exactly. We're spontaneous guys. We're, we're not... fucking around guys. We like we... to fuck around. We should I just like all carry around notebooks, honestly. I know. <laughs> I think so. We, we all have notebooks in our phones that we don't use. And it's not good enough, man. Yeah. It's got to gotta be that pencil to paper, dude. I'm a hands-on analog kind of guy, bro. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying I feel like if You're we an all carried around notebooks, we still wouldn't write anything down. Oh, dude, yeah. that would. Well, it takes a lot Sometimes. of practice. Would it's you? like uh, you got to train yourself. I never bought one, so no. It's like uh, a muscle. Uh, you got to work it out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm familiar with that movement. All mm-hmm. you Patreon viewers will probably recognize. Oh, and that one I'm very familiar with. The lefty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of muscles, all these, all these Patreon viewers right now. Mm, figuring a good look here. I have masterful control of the pinky toe on my right foot. Oh, wow. I can does. move it up and bend it over the neighboring toe. For all you Patreon viewers and all you non-Patreon viewers, that is, of course, the smallest of the seven toes on Mike's right foot. Yeah. And it's really opened up the doors for skate tricks. Oh, yeah. I bounce them off of that little pinky toe. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll use it to flip a tech deck attached to my skateboard to do a 360, 360. uh... Uh, Anyway. I mean, I I mean, I don't... Toe... I mean, I don't know, Tom. The sixth toe might be a little smaller than the seventh one now I'm looking at it. Nah, I think it's just the lighting. Yeah, probably the angle there. Oh, well, the Goku socks going back on now. The so. man with the most blessed toes mm. is Tony DeRosa. I don't know if it's ever been said on one of the casts, but he has one foot that's, like, much bigger than the other. Yeah. So he has to buy, like, two different pairs of shoes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he can make it Usually work. Usually, just has one that fits and one that's just floppy, floppy. Yeah, does yeah. he ever stick like a Doctor Scholl's pad in there and tighten it up, or is he just? No, he told me he stuck a Doctor Pepper in there once, and it hurt. Is his uh, yeah. flick foot or his back foot the one that's bigger? He Ooh, flicks with question. both. Oh, that's true. He can skate switch. So we answered the first part of the question: How do we know DJ Doug Pound? Right. Doug Initially Pound through Mike. Did he edit any of the videos? No. That's a pretty simple answer. No. 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 No, only tweak four. <laughs> only tweak four. But the original edit is lost, and he edited it to uh, Holy Diver. Also a very rare slip and die promo that was also shot down by Jake Bison. Damn. That used a lungfish song. Damn. Eric Humes really liked that one, but... DJ Lost D- to the abyss of time. DJ Doug Pound's a good guy. He's a lot, uh, I would say he's a lot funnier when you see him live. Yeah, he is really I was cracking live. up. He's well, I'm sure he was, you know, meeting a new person. You can't fully come out of your shell immediately. No, no, no. I'm saying his, like, art form. Oh, yeah. Like, because I like the Pound cast. I mean, right. I like, well, I, the Pound cast, yeah, no, Pound House. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, Pound like, House. his uh, right. his stand-up. I think was my favorite thing that I've ever seen him do. Yeah, yeah I we think saw we him. saw him twice, right? We saw him at the Middle East. I oh, saw him the second was, time, and then we saw him at that wherever he when he opened for um, Tim and Eric. Yeah, Tim and Eric. I was like, I couldn't remember those. Uh, guys. I thought we missed that. 
or like we caught the very tail end of it. When no, I saw the whole show of that, unless you went to a different one as well. Well, Brent Weinbach. We yeah, saw, Brent Weinbach we saw fucking ruled the Middle East. Yeah. yeah, Brent Weinbach is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on tour right now. Yelling's at DJ Doug Pound and Brent Weinbach, but they're not coming Come to Boston. Boston. Yeah, closest. But next time they do, you, like... you fucking bet your fucking pants they're going to be on Fancy Lad Podcast. I forget if it's Brooklyn or Philly. Yeah. That's like the closest they're going to be on tour. Yeah, Brent, Philly or New York. Maybe we can go uh, Brent host really them loves, doing uh, a podcast at Matt Haggerty's house in <laughs> Philly. Yeah. Brent's a huge fan Haggerty. of video game music. Mm-hmm. He's got a separate podcast for that, and that's a really good one. Lots of, you know, they him and the co-host, they'll uh, start the show with some catching up on what's going on, mm-hmm. witty banter. Right. Then they'll just play the video game music yeah. and just say, after they play like one full loop of the song, they'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes go off subject, but it's it's so funny, and uh, yeah, it was just great to know such a funny, relatively well-known comedians deeply in love with video game music. Because the part of mine that you love the most, the FL3 part, I used a song from um, <laughs> this obscure Japanese computer from the early to mid '90s called the PC98. It's from, um, I don't remember the name of the game it's from, but uh, that's what I listen to a lot nowadays. Just like old, weird video game music or like cheesy jazz fusion where dudes are playing like Casio guitars. Mm. And Gotta like love Casio. Electric wind instruments. and Electric wind? Yeah, they're mm. called EWIs. Oh. It basically looks like you're playing a straight saxophone. Wait, could you do that again? No, do that again. The the straight sax. There we go. For all your Patreon viewers, in that straight saxophone. It's like my jewel right here. If it was thirty times bigger and had buttons. Now, uh, Charlie Baker banned us. So you you know we're gonna have to report you. Charlie Baker. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll do it. It's okay. I went to New Hampshire to buy it. Yes, you gonna have a part in Baker for? Yeah, he is. Baker. Baker. I heard you're sharing Charlie Fiore, ex-employer of Big and myself. Yeah, like exit Charlie Fiore. It's true. You got fired for drinking on the job, Mike. Yeah, and then right after I got fired, everybody would like, like there's a new manager or something, and everybody would crack some booze. Yeah. That's fucking sick. Hypocritical. And Dude, I, it's a fuck. I was cracking booze at that job before. Anyone was cracking booze at that job. I was the best at it. I was the best at cracking booze at that job. Then Nick... Same uh, employer. Nick invented some of their most popular sandwiches mm-hmm. before he left. And man, they're still the most popular. I think Nick should get some royalties myself. Hey, whoa, whoa. But this is controversial. Enough about, enough about my food service career, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah, you got hold greener so pastures on the airplane tip, near and dear to my heart. You know. Um, I'm a gigolo. You're a juggalo. And, yeah, yeah. We'll say that. I'm a gigolo. I'm a juggler. I'm a gigolo I'm a juggalo juggler. hybrid. I'm a juggalo. If you want me to a put on the juggalo paint while I'm on the clock as a juggalo, mm-hmm. it's an extra fifty bucks. And uh But if I want you to paint your face while you're sucking my dick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If while you want me you're to be sucking a gigolo, oh I see. What if I want you to suck my dick while you're painting your face? <sighs> well, I mean I would change Two different I would scenarios. I would charge the same, but okay. I can't promise it's good a paint job if I'm painting well. Chowing down your hot dog, but mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What if I told you I wasn't too concerned about the paint job and it was more like a pig in a blanket where you're like, hey, where'd the pig go? It seems like it's all blanket here. Hey, baby, you could paint me if you wanted to make me look however you want me to look. Okay, I want you to look like maybe some honey mustard or Frank's Red Hot Dippin' Sauce for Ooh. this little pig in the blanket. You remember The Simpsons? Like no. um, the episode where they're on the desert island, it's like Lord of the Flies. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Ralph has the Peter Chris oh, yeah. face makeup, and he's like, I'm a cutie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that has that episode has one of my favorite Simpson lines ever in it. Let's say they were all Zeppelin saved rules? by... Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> Zeppelin rules. Yeah. And Moe saved I them all. I can't believe I guessed that. Was that was a big say shot they were saved by... I mean, that's a big episode. A lot oh, happens in that yeah, episode. Yeah, it's true. But Let's but say Moe. Zeppelin rules is great. But yeah, yeah, That was one of the seasons where the show was declining, but there was still gems to be found. Ah, man. Speaking of shows declining... Go banana. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then the grapefruit gets jammed under the uh, accelerator yeah. and that starts the whole fiasco. Yeah, yeah, talk about shows declining. What? Oh, stop. Oh, wait, no, Did, in the but, grapefruit. <laughs> yeah, the grapefruit. Goes under. Goes under. What are you insinuating? What TV show is losing its steam? Uh, yeah, TV, TV show. show. Oh, we don't watch TV here. Actually, we just ogle we just... the uh, graphics on the cans of clown shoes beard and watch <sighs> cats play with more than enough. Thrasher magazines. Yeah, Victor, that's not for you to be ripping up, bro. So yeah, Mike, you must have like a million questions for us before we wrap this up. Um. Okay, first that comes to mind. When's the last time you, Nick, Big, did a switch tray? Because you're great at them. You done any recently? Oh, have I? No, actually, yeah, it was probably still when we were skating with uh, Ducky Kovacs and Ryan Townley. Oh, so you did meet Ducky. Yeah, we met Ducky and Ryan Townley. Yeah, I couldn't, I mean... You couldn't tell if we were lying about that? Well, there's some jokey parts to it about him, you know, like... Farting every step you took that made, those farts made quack noises or whoa, something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was a joke? No, there were jokey parts. That was not a joke. Okay, sorry. Cut that out. But, um, shit, man. That's good. Yeah, y'all, you got the great cab flips, the great impossibles. Thank you. Thank and you. I'm, I forget if you've done it more than once, but I was present when you did not switch regular, uh, big spin heel flip front side, obviously. In front of Sunnyside. Wow. Do you know if that was the only one you ever did? Probably. Yeah, it was in uh, Slip and Die, I think. Oh, that was a fakie one. No, no, no. You did a front side big heel, no fakie, no nolly, no BS. You know, varial heel with a front side. I remember that being in a video. Maybe Maybe it wasn't. It was filmed. Maybe Maybe it was filmed, but not in the video, yeah. Yeah, I saw you do that. Because I remember I was trying which I think might have got used, but it sucked. But I was trying to do like a half cab late front shove, and I did it really shitty, and it sucked. So it's Kind of like what Selfie so, did. Yeah. In, Wait, in, are you uh, saying it might look like Boston a body Massacre. burial almost? Yeah. Like, Except Selfie I, did I it well. Yeah, like Selfie. Selfie. I'll tell you where fakie coffins came from. You want to know where I got inspiration for that? Was it from the regular coffin? Yeah. No. 
Oh. I think I was oh. playing EA Skate 3. Oh. But in that game, after you do a 180, your character stays in a position for like a few seconds where they look like they're riding Switch. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it must have been 3. I think that's the only no, one. No, it looks like they're riding Fakey. And... Yeah, well, either way. Um, I well, put I mean... in the button combination for a coffin. I was like, oh, you can do Fakey Coffins in Skate 3. And that just lit a little spark off in my brain. It's like, I'm going to do a fakey coffin. I don't think I've ever really seen one. You hear, that skate, you hear that skate three enthusiasts out there? Yeah, EA, make another one. You hear that? No, thug three or bust. That's what my motto. Oh. American Wasteland two or bust. Street Skater two or bust. No one knows that game, actually. You know, it was a good one. Top Skater, the arcade one where you stand on the board. Yeah. The yeah, and you one. jump on the tail occasionally and it does like a 720 flip. Yeah, you just hit the top of the ramp and like jut right or left. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, like triple McTwist. Da, da, da. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's a ski shop near my hometown that has a skiing version of one of those games. Oh, I've played the skiing version. Yeah, it must be from like 1996. It used to be like a skate shop right near there. And I happened to be driving by, hitting the coffee shop, and I peeked in their window, and I was like, "Oh my god, they got the ski version of Top Skater in there." Did and you play it? Nah, they were closed, but the machine was running and looking proper. MTV Sports presents Annie McDonald skateboarding two or bust. <laughs> grind session was a good one. Oh, grind session was really good. Uh, Skater Die Two NES version half pipe mode, mm-hmm. classic. Fisk is a monster at that one. You gotta have half fight mode. With the stupid spine ramp in the middle. The Simpsons skateboarding or bust. Two or bust. The skater die two ramp would be the most deadly. Just a half pipe and one half of the flat bottom is like a very tight, quick spine ramp. Mm. So if you wanna skate at like a normal half pipe, you just have to I think that was kinda like every time. Tony Hawk's first vert ramp. I think he had a spine in the middle of it. During the old Powell days, but I could. Or no, that might late Powell, early Birdhouse. Well, he had a weird one. It was like a small bowl connected to a full-sized half pipe or something. Right. Yeah. Or how about the animal chin ramp? They had that tiny mini ramp on the top deck that looked like it was like two feet high and like half a foot of vert. That always (laughs) seemed like a cool situation. Yeah. Little mini on top of vert. I was always really curious about the animal chin mini ramp on top of the vert ramp. So you could eat shit on a real small ramp and do a huge ramp? Yeah. And do a knee slide? All right, guys. Pads. Well, I brought a pack of Magnum condoms, so maybe we should wrap this up pretty soon. Oh, uh, hell yeah. yeah, dude. What do you want to do with them? Tie them around each other's selves and then take the ends of all three of us and tie them in the middle. And then we can hold hands, spin the circle. <laughs> Whoever comes first has to feel really good about themselves. Cool. Well, that seems like a good way to wrap this up before we wrap ourselves up. Right. And I'm just happy that this episode was sponsored by not only Clown Shoes brand beer, but also Come. Mm Mm-hmm. Come. You're going to want to wrap that up. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and thanks, Mike Linquist, for coming by and being our very, very special come expert. Love you guys forever. Lived with Nick for over a decade. Yep. Hell, almost 1.5 decades. Wow. Almost. Still live close enough to see you beautiful boys all the time. It's, it's true. You guys are the best. I hold you very near and dear to my heart. Well, we appreciate that. True. Really and truly, Mike. Truth. 
And I can't wait real, to no see real. What the, or what wait, no, the, real recognize real. And I can't wait to see what the future has in store for you mm. and us. It's got Doc oh. Brown and a DeLorean baby. Dude, I fucking hope so. Now you're talking Tom's language, but we're going to have to save that for another day. Marty! Oh, God, we got to go. Wait, Doc Clown. Marty, you have to come with me right Doc now. Doc Clown, oh, not Doc okay, Clown. Sorry about that. We got to go. Marty, let's go. What, you want me to okay, fuck my mother? We'll see you guys you next week. My mother? All right, bye. No, oh, we'll God, see you next week. The ceiling's coming down okay. again. Marty, 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 Mar